0: Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Today's Focus for Wednesday, March the 8th, 2023, at 12.05 p.m. Central Time. Today's focus, a miracle or superstition? Today's focus, a miracle or superstition, which is it? Now, if you have been paying close attention, you know we have a podcast series called Bible Study Exercise, and we've been looking at some individual chapters in the Gospel of John for the Bible Study Exercise, and yesterday, not in a great episode, in a kind of a subpar episode, we introduced our study to John chapter 5, and hopefully you'll listen to that. I I told a book for everyone to get. I gave you kind of the, the seven signs in the Gospel of John, and I think we're off to a decent start. The episode wasn't great, but it really kind of started getting us into it. So maybe a sloppy first episode will end with a dramatic last episode in our study of John chapter 5. We'll have to see. But since John chapter 5 is really the focus, I thought I would bring, well, that focus to today's focus for this podcast series and try to give you something to focus on uh, for the rest of the day from John chapter 5. And John chapter 5, we're going to just read, and you'll immediately, I mean, if you're if you're familiar with John chapter 5, you know why I'm asking the question, miracle or superstition? Because we have something very interesting in the text. Let's begin in John chapter 5, verse 1, and I'll show you what I am referring to. Here we go. John chapter 5, verse 1. John chapter 5, verse 1. If you can open a Bible, great. If you cannot, because I know it's the middle of the day, you may be driving, working, whatever. That's okay. Just listen carefully. Here we go. John chapter 5. Verse 1, after this, there was a feast of the Jews and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now there is at Jerusalem by the sheep market a pool, which is called in the Hebrew tongue Bethesda, having five porches. In these lay lay a great multitude of impotent folk, of blind, halt, withered, Waiting for the moving of the water. So you have this pool and around this pool is a great multitude of people. But these people are in, they are lame, they are blind, they're halt, they're withered. There's all these people with all of these physical disabilities, these, these this, this pain and suffering and, and, and disease that they, they, they're, they're sick, they're disabled, they're hurt. They're all, in a sense, laying around this pool. And why are they all gathered around this pool? Why are they not seeking medical care? Well, they're all around this pool because supposedly, look what happens. Verse 4. For an angel went down at a certain season into the pool. Now, stop right here. Now, wait a minute. So, all of these people with these disabilities with these diseases, with with this sickness, with with this pain and suffering that they're dealing with. They go to this pool because at at a certain season, an angel would show up. An angel would show up. And the angel would trouble the water. Whoever then first, whoever, okay, if I can read this correctly. Whoever then first, after the troubling of the water, stepped in, was made whole of whatsoever disease he had. I want you to try to imagine this scene. So here's all these people who are suffering. An angel. Now, if it's an angel showing up, you would have to assume it's an angel from God, right? So an angel from God shows up, troubles the water, that's the King James language, and then whoever was the first to get into the water after it was troubled, only one, But whoever was first, boom, they were healed. Whoever could get into the water first, you walked away going, I'm healed. Sorry, guys. See you later. Hope you get your chance, but I'm good. Now, my question is, do you believe that was actually happening Was actual miracles taking place or do you believe it was just a superstition? That all of these people were laying around this pool and what they had hope in, what their faith was in, was in a superstition. That no one was actually being healed. That all these people had been deceived. They had all convinced themselves. This was like a almost like a conspiracy theory that everyone was believing, or do you believe an angel was actually troubling the water and people were being healed? And if an angel was actually troubling the water and people were being healed, shouldn't have Jesus shown up? And from a kind of a biblical perspective... Shouldn't it been, hey guys, stop being so selfish? You should think of others, put others before yourself. You should love others as you love yourself. And you should let others, you should help others get into the water before yourself. I mean, wouldn't that be the lesson of the pool of Bethesda that all of these people showed up and they all they cared about were themselves and whoever could get in first, they were healed. And, and, and so why were these people being so selfish and trying to be the first one in? Why wasn't this all about, no, you go, no, you go, no, no, I put others before myself. No, I'm supposed to love even my enemy. No, you go, no, you go. Should that have been the story or is the story like, well, that's how God does things sometimes. Sometimes he offers a miracle and it's first come, first serve. Hey, you want to be healed? You've got cancer? Well, if you can get into this water first, you'll be cured. But if you can't, you're going to die. I mean, it just seems like an odd story to me. So do you believe, and, and this is just today's focus, because I like to, again, the goal of today's focus is to give you something spiritual to think about. How, how have you read this story in the past? How have you heard it preached? Have you heard it preached that this was actually happening? Or have you heard it preached that this was a superstition? How have you read it? How have you heard it preached? How have you read it? I love to actually get your feedback, uh, News if at yahoo.com newsif at yahoo.com. How have you heard it preached and how have you read it yourself? And have you had conversations about this? Because if this is God, it seems like a cruel way to offer healing. Hey guys, I'm going to trouble the water and whoever gets in first gets it and the rest of you just suffer. That seems like a really messed up way. So it already makes me suspicious. But do you believe it's a miracle? And, or do you believe it was a superstition? Now here is the here's the big question, right? I really want you to know how how have you heard this preached? How have you read it? How, what do you actually think? But let me ask you this: If this is true, that an actual miracle was taking place, we don't know how frequently. Maybe once a year. I don't know whenever the season was. Did it happen every day during like a season? Like the season lasted a month and every day during that month, the angel would come down and trouble the water. It's just the whole thing seems odd to me. But let's say miracles were happening and people were getting healed. If that's the case, how does that impact how you read this story in John 5 where Jesus is going to show up? Because look what happens. Look what happens. There was a certain man there, which had an infirmity thirty and eight years. And when Jesus saw him lie and knew that he had been now a long time in that cause, he said unto him, "Wilt thou be made whole?" Jesus shows up at the pool. Jesus shows up at the pool of Bethesda. He sees someone who's had this problem. What thirty eight years? I believe the text says no, thirty eight years. Um, and then Jesus heals this person. What is the significance of Jesus healing? if people were already being healed there on a regular basis? Is it just because he didn't, he didn't, and and did Jesus, and then another question, did Jesus heal everyone at the pool or did he only heal the one guy? Why did Jesus only heal the one guy? This story raises all kinds of questions. So today, I want you to just think about this story. I want you to think, do you believe it was a miracle or do you believe it was just a superstition? about people getting in the water and being healed? How have you heard it preached? How have you re- read it? And if this is a miracle, how does it impact, well, Jesus' miracle? And do you think, did Jesus just heal the one guy? And if he did so, what? Do, how do you feel about that? Why didn't he heal everyone? Well, like, hey guys, you've been coming to this pool over and over and over and over and over. You're looking for the wrong thing. You need me. All of you are healed this pull doesn't why why wouldn't Jesus rebuke the superstition? And again if it and if it was a miracle, I mean I I could ask questions all day on this. Why why wouldn't the the lesson then be about placing others before yourself? What would you do? I mean honestly, if you had been suffering with some horrible disease, some horrible disability for 38 years, just on it, I want to just throw this hypothetical out. And you knew that there was a pool and whenever the angel came down and stirred the water, whoever got in first was healed. And you were there. Would you do everything you can to be first or would you put others before yourself? What would you really do? Like, honestly, not a church answer. What would you really do? I think I would probably be pushing people outside. I'm just going to be honest. If I could get rid of my seizure disorder and my neurological issues, oh man, wouldn't that be awesome? I'd probably be a better podcaster, right? Probably be a I would have clarity of thought sometimes. What do you think? What would you do? So I want you to read John chapter five today, and I really want you to think about it. So let's, let's read it one more time. After this, there was a feast of the Jews, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now there is at at Jerusalem, by the sheep market, a pool, which is called in the Hebrew tongue Bethesda, having five porches. In these lay a great multitude of impotent folk, of blind, halt, withered, waiting for the moving of the water. For an angel went down at a certain season into the pool and troubled the water. Whosoever then first after the troubling of the water stepped in was made whole of whatsoever disease he had. And a certain man was there which had an infirmity thirty and eight years. And when Jesus saw him lie and knew that he had been now a long time in that cause, he said unto him, Wilt thou be made whole? Today's focus miracle or superstition? I've asked lots of questions today. Love to get your thoughts. News, IF at yahoo.com. News I-F at yahoo.com. That's the yahoo.com. And we would I would invite you to start listening to the Bible study exercise podcast series if you haven't and participate with us. Remember for the Bible study exercise, we have curriculum. It's available to you for free. We pay for it, but it's free to you. All you have to do is email me, newsif yahoo.com. That's news I-F at yahoo.com. And uh, we'll we'll basically send you a link. You sign up. Again, it's free. You email me back, say I've signed up, here's my name. I find your name and I assign you all the curriculum so that you can start looking at it. Remember, we don't follow the curriculum verbatim. It supplements what we do. It simply supplements. And I would also like to point everyone to, if I can find it here, I wanna point everyone to the book that I recommended uh, yesterday. It's called The Seven Signs, Seeing the Glory of Christ in the Gospel of John. The Seven Signs, Seeing the Glory of Christ in the Gospel of John by Anthony T. And I'll spell the last name S-E-L-V-A-G-G-I-O. Again, the seven signs seeing the glory of Christ in the Gospel of John. It's available on Kindle for $7.50. We do not get any money. For this book, we're not associated with the author. We're not even saying we agree with everything in the book, but we wanted to offer this as a kind of to supplement what we're doing. And uh, we'll, we'll probably, uh, I think over the next couple of months, maybe using the book here or there for some podcast episodes and for some preaching and teaching. But John chapter five is where we are this week for the Bible study exercise. So please join us there. But for today's focus, miracle or superstition? would love to get your thought. And of course, all of those other questions that I started coming up with. There's so many about it. I want to know how you've heard this text preached. How have you read it? What, are your, what is your thinking about it? Do you think that the emphasis should be here on selfish people who kept trying to get into the water first? Right. Well, what, why, why, why would that be the issue? And if there were miracles taking place, what does that say about Jesus miracle? Doesn't it kind of under, doesn't it kind of make it insignificant? So big deal. You healed someone. The water has been healing someone when an angel stirs it for, for years. You're not anything special. And then, did Jesus only heal the one person? And if he did, how does that make you feel? All these impotent, all these people with diseases and disabilities, Jesus walks in, heals one person, and leaves. Is that how it went down, or do you think he healed everyone? What's your thoughts? All of these thoughts on John chapter 5. I can't wait to hear your thoughts on all of this. News, if at yahoo.com. News, if at yahoo.com. And remember, today's focus, my job here is to give you something to focus on, Not necessarily to give you all the answers, but to get you thinking, talking, discussing, meditating, struggling with the text and with spiritual things so that we can stay focused on that versus all of the things that constantly try to distract us. That is your Today's Focus for Wednesday, March the 8th, 2023.